It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. FM 104 Sunday Night Live with Shereen Langan. Joining me live in studio now is Philip Keogh, a.k.a. Victoria's Secret. Philip, how are you? I am not going to lie. It is the end of a very long bank holiday weekend and uh, it's extra long when you're a drag queen because we work bloody hard over the long weekends. So I'm a little bit hungover, just going to be honest. That's fair. Have you been flat out all weekend? Yeah, we went crazy and... It, it, yeah, even after the pubs closed, we, we kept the party going a bit. So That's allowed, that's mm-hmm, allowed. Mm-hmm. It was fun though. Yeah, no, it's, a, it's always a good night out in Dublin, I feel. So you were saying that you work as a drag queen. Mm-hmm. Tell me, like, what exactly is involved in being a drag queen? Well, this year I am turning sweet 16. I don't think you can call any drag queen sweet for a start. But uh, I have been performing now in Dublin for 16 years. I mean, I think a lot of people just see what we're doing on stage and it looks great fun and we're throwing our hair around and just throwing ourselves around in general. But actually, there is so much behind all of that. From It takes about two and a half hours to get ready. So to get on stage, depending on who you are, there's some ragged ass ladies out there. And I don't mean the real kind. Uh, the fake kind and uh, maybe they hop on stage a bit quicker but um last night we all spent about two and a half hours getting ready we put on a full um pantomime version of uh, the crucifixion of um jesus in good easter spirit uh, in the george and then we did about two hours of cabaret as well so um but on a weekly basis you're sorting things like your costumes coming up with new material uh rehearsing uh being a business person in general, like from chasing up payments or uh, organising your social media, because a lot of our work definitely comes through the social media and now as well. Definitely. So what was it that first got you into drag? Like who wakes up and just goes, do you know what? This is this. Is this. <laughs> I imagine that was it. You just wake up like, do you know what? I'm going to be a drag queen. That's it. Uh, I, I mean, I, I kind of said this before, but I, I, I went to... Um, a secondary school in Slorgan and I was very shy very quiet I didn't want to be picked to read in class I was so nervous for for no reason really Um, and then when I came out um, and told everyone I was gay it kind of gave me an opportunity to go okay I'm going to like try and work on my confidence I went to um, IDT for uh, college and I kind of used that as an experience to to fake it a bit like I was pretending that I was loud and crazy and fun 
because those people didn't know who I was in secondary school. And as part of that, I joined like the LGBT society. I kind of thought me coming out in college was going to be, oh, everyone's going to be like, wow. And I was in an arts college and they didn't care. Do you know what I mean? So I think as part of that, I was seeing all these amazing drag queens. And I was like, I think I could do that. But I think also it was a, a, a grab for attention at the time because the they were all crazy in our college anyway. There were like people juggling fireballs in like the courtyard outside. Um, and I saw all these amazing drag queens as part of going to say the George for the first time. And I was like, oh, I want to give that a go. But I certainly didn't sit there and go, I want to be doing that 16 years later and that for that to be my career. Um, that's how I kind of got into it at first. I was a mess. I look like, do you remember? Sh- oh no, she's back in it again. Sharon from EastEnders. Yes. She had that iconic fringe with long, flat hair. I was rocking that. Now, anyone who has seen me before knows I have quite the man head, so flat hair would not be my friend. <laughs> and uh, I got one outfit from Oasis. Is Oasis still a thing? That clothes shop? I, d- I don't think so. I'm not sure, but I don't think so. Right, okay. Uh... And I lived in that for about a year. Yeah, it was fun. Brilliant. Okay, so excuse my ignorance in asking this, but I, I know you're talking about your coming out story. Mm. Is there, like, are there any straight drag queens? I have met uh, one ever. Uh, I, I think it was in like Grand Canaria and he had a girlfriend, but she was also performing in the club too. Um, so apparently there are, but not in Dublin. No, I haven't I haven't seen any. And... Um, I'd be really interested to see how people reacted to that, though. Do you know what I mean? Uh, Especially to see how, I mean, a lot of people can say dating as a drag queen, as a gay man can be quite hard. I would imagine that it's even harder if you are, yeah, a, a straight man being a drag queen. Of course, I can only imagine everyone would be like... Oh, he says he's straight, but it's right. such an Irish thing, isn't it? Like, he definitely can't be straight if he likes to dress up. All right, exactly. I mean, we're, I mean, we're still in a in an age now where if someone says they're bisexual, they're like, mm, "Are they really?" We're we're still even yeah. that. So I can 100%. only right. I can imagine. It's like, yeah, no, that's bisexuality. That's definitely not a real thing. That's uh, what yeah. everyone's saying. Right. Like, if someone's saying there's something, I'm fairly sure they are. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. So, on a night-to-night basis, what would you do? How do you come up <clears> with your kind of performances? Are, are you a singer as well or just a dancer? I try and sing absolutely nothing. If someone's birthday, uh, I, if I have to sing happy birthday, I will start it with the classic hop and then hopefully the audience will take the rest of it. I have not got a note in my head, no. Um, so, in Ireland, depending on where you are in the world, like some... Um, countries uh, live singers are more popular but in Ireland lip syncing is the most popular form of drag Um, so how I kind of come up with stuff is I mean uh, I just did a tour with um, an artist around the UK being really honest I had five days to prepare for it and I didn't at all so on a 45 minute Ryanair flight to um, I can't, Manchester I wrote about 20 minutes of material uh, I think I had had about two hours sleep so that is kind of taking away from what I said earlier being like we have a lot of work to do but um, on a on a week to week basis like you're looking at what's coming up what kind of material you're going to need for it because every audience is kind of different too so for instance if it's in the UK they have a very different type of sense of humour even than the Irish which is kind of bizarre because we're so close but actually they are different um, and uh, at the moment, I'm really trying to refer a lot to popular culture. I mean, it's a nice, easy laugh, but also things like I did a, a bird box mix. I'm not sure if you saw that film on Netflix. So coming out blindfolded and hearing all these crazy voices and editing together some kind of crazy mix as part of it. Yeah, and I'm I'm not sure if you get this a lot, but would a lot of people kind of compare transgender people with drag people or is that not a thing? 
I don't know. I, I don't think it's a... I mean, I think everyone uh, has had their own experience. I, personally, when I started doing drag, my mother definitely sat me down and said, so do you want to be a woman? And I was like, no. I mean, how she found out I was doing drag was she found a big bag of drag in my bedroom because my <laughs> mother is cl- the classic Irish mother who um, would open your post and uh, and go, well, what's this about? And it's like, well, it was addressed to me. I should have opened it. Nothing. I literally only had an argument with my parents about that the other day. They were like, oh, there was a letter for you. And I checked the table. I was like, why is it open? And they are like, oh, it arrived like that. So, no, it didn't. <laughs> no, it didn't. <laughs> so she definitely sat me down. And I think, um, you know, I have never uh, been confused in in. in that respect or I mean drag and being transgender are two totally different things but it's not to say that a transgender person can't do drag as well you know drag is for absolutely everyone uh, there is females doing drag both dressing up as drag kings or as uh, I think the term is a hyper queen for a, a girl who is performing as a drag artist and it's just like a hyper version of you know femininity or, or whatever you want to call it but um so it is for everyone and i don't think no they're not the same uh, are people still questioning that though yeah this i mean there's always going to be someone who's asking a stupid question isn't there of course yeah no of course so does that mean that i could technically do drag absolutely yes oh my god i never knew that Ooh. so i could still be a really flamboyant girl like would, right. would that yeah, be yeah, yeah. depending on what your drag wants to be I mean like there's so many different types of drag from you know some people go down a, like a real clown uh, route other people might go down like uh, you know like drag kings for instance who are um, females dressing up as males there's some amazing drag kings around the world that's amazing so what would your personality be on stage uh, I think I am like just a bigger version of myself so like drag kind of gives you a license to be really cheeky say some crazy things and get away with things that you wouldn't on a day-to-day basis um and we can create in four walls this alternative reality that people are like taken out of whatever their day-to-day is um so I think I'm just loud and a bit crazy and I think as part of what we do is about creating an atmosphere in a room so uh making the party happen that yeah, no, I've been to the George. I have I have felt the party happen for a hand. <laughs> <laughs> the party definitely happens. And do you mind me asking, mm. what what do you where like where where do you Where, where does everything go? Yeah. I mean it's something that everyone's fascinated with, which means you're all perverts, but um <laughs> I, I apologize, okay. <laughs> no, it's fine. Uh I mean people do uh it's called tucking in different ways. So depending on what type of queen you are, some people don't wear tights and they might shave their legs, for instance. Those people have to do the most amount of work to tuck and it involves things like um uh duct tape uh, and you know everything falls from inside us at some point so it can fit back up there as well if that makes sense I'm sure that's a lovely description on a <laughs> bank holiday Monday um, and some people just use something called a gaff which is like basically a very tight pair of underwear that pulls everything back um, and yeah it's not super comfortable but it's fine I can only, so if I wanted to be a drag king, mm-hmm. what would I be doing with my, my lady lumps? Uh, well, they uh, bind them down. So it's like wrapping them and eventually they will go flat. I mean, for anyone that's got a big chest, that's going to hurt though. And it's not great for your breathing really either. Um, I think, uh, well, especially, can I, I can only speak, I suppose, as a drag queen. Nothing about drag is comfortable in any way. We are feeling 
all of the sympathy for girls for many reasons like bras are horrific i think they're just a, a the devil's work that dig into you uh, high heels are you know absolutely a pain in the ass uh, a lot of us wear corsets as well um everything about it like lots of hair is hot and sweaty in a nightclub um, so we feel all of your pain if that makes sense oh, I have to admit I haven't worn high heels and I say in about six years uh-huh. I'm just I'm like the opposite I'm like vans every night out I refuse to wear them right but I also think that's really in at the moment as well like I, I'm you know just because you wear high heels does not make you glamorous you can be an absolute mess on high heels too do you know what I mean so yeah whatever kind of works for that person of course and is there a big market at the minute for if anyone does want to get into drag like how, how does one become a drag right. queen I like to think of it as you know if you're going to be a plumber or an electrician you kind of need to go and do an apprenticeship so it, it is by actually starting to do it like figuring out how to paint your face it took me the guts of 14 years to figure out how to blend my bloody eyeshadows <laughs> so uh, that was a long time of looking a mess uh, but uh, so yeah, so if you wanted to do it, there's a there's basically a show in Dublin every night. And the best thing about drag, by the way, is that they're m- mostly free, these shows, and they're happening every night in your city. That's kind of wild. There's very few venues that offer free entertainment in that way. And you can ask the queens whose shows there are, can you come and do a spot? You're really only going to figure out how to be a drag queen by being a drag queen, uh, because you're going to make all the mistakes. Of course, yeah, I'd say so. So do you want to try out your social media handles for anyone who might be interested in getting in touch? Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I think everyone's favourite is Instagram at the moment, right? Is Facebook still a thing? What's going on with Facebook? Yeah, I, d- I, oh, I don't know. It was like Snapchat went and now like yeah. Facebook's slowly out. Well, I, f- I felt too old for Snapchat for a start. I'm like going to be 35 this year. I was like, all the teenagers are on that. This is inappropriate <laughs> for me. Uh, so I will. I live my bloody life on Instagram far too much and it's at Victoria's Secret Dublin. I do regret that drag name. It was 16 years ago. I certainly didn't expect to be still doing drag 16 years later. Uh, and now they're here in the country. Although I hear they're closing um, shops all the time, Victoria's Secret. Uh, that it's, are they? Yeah. That it's not doing very well in America and stuff like that. So maybe in 10 years time they'll be gone I'll be the only person still standing um, but uh, yeah so uh, catch me on Instagram we've tons of stuff happening all the time Gay Pride is coming up we have like a huge event in Vicar Street with Bewitched uh, and uh, a viral sensation act which I probably can't say on the radio the name of them because uh, it's got a weird word in it but uh, uh, yes so check out what's going on in your city Amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you. FM 104 Sunday Night Live with Shereen Langan. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.